This week we are discussing Spirited Away, a 2001 Japanese animated film done by Studio Ghibli, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. This is one of my favorite films of all time,、uh, and certainly my favorite animated film that I've ever seen in my life. It's just a treasure.、Um, it is a story of a girl who loses her parents. No, no, she doesn't. I mean, she does, but they're not dead. Let's let's visit. This is the story of a young girl who gets lost in the spirit realm and has to befriend the spirits in order to return. I'm excited to talk about this film. Yes,、uh, Zach. So am I. This is my first Studio Ghibli film. Wow! So I'm very excited to discuss and dive into this world.、Uh, but we have one question to ask here on the podcast,、okay. and that that is, but is Spirited Away good? Y- yes.、Um, we do. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Hello, Zach. You ruined the episode. Hunter got mad. I'm your host, Zach Olson. He's Hunter Callahan. He's somebody.、That's... Hunter got mad at me a couple minutes ago. He said I'm ruining the episode because. I'm funny, and he kept laughing, and we had to keep re-recording the intro, and he, it, it made him mad that he kept laughing. So how does that make sense, everybody? By the way, well, if you didn't know, Hunter got an espresso machine,、um, <laughs> and he hasn't had one today, and that's why he's in a bad mood. I haven't had one today. Actually, I have. I did have one this morning. I did.、Um, Zach, it's just it's just jealousy on my own part, jealous rage, you know,、mm. that I'm not funny. Um, and that's probably where that comes from—a deep insecurity of my own sense. So, anyways, I'm not going to tell a single joke the the entire episode.、Oh, this is going to be a really boring episode then, <laughs> because of you. What if I take it back? I'm not going to take. I'm not going to say jokes. I'm not going to say jokes like <clears throat> Hunter Callahan's face. <laughs> Because it's funny enough, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe if you would get well. Maybe if you、again. would just just what? Anyway, hey, welcome to the podcast. We're doing Spirited Away. Happy December! It's the end、I、of the year. Up and I made I made my face really. They're not going to see this though, are they? No. Sorry, next year they will.、Um, it's the end of the、Sorry. year. It is the end. Of, it's the end of the year. It's amazing, amazing.、Um, Zach, how are you feeling? Better? No. No.、Mm, that sucks. I mean, yeah, yes, but I have a cough that just lingers, and I have like a a coughing fit every night.、Mm. So,、uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Hope it goes away. We're here to discuss the、uh, whether or not the playoff committee got it right. I mean, a movie.、Um, <laughs> they didn't. They did not. They did not. They certainly did not. You heard it here first. Not first, probably.、Uh, 
Uh, we're doing Spirited Away, Studio Ghibli. Mm. Um, because next week we're doing The Boy and the Heron. Um, I will have posted the December schedule as of yesterday. So it should be out by now, if I remember. <laughs> okay. So um, I guess we can go ahead and say this now. I, I think our plan, just so people can hear it, we'll talk about it and stuff later. Our plan is we're going to wrap up the year and I guess start next year with Ferrari and then we're going to take two weeks off. Yeah. Yep, so we're going to kind of start that so people don't know, don't, don't, don't get surprised if we're not there for a couple of weeks. But, you know, anyway, that's nonsense. People don't care about that. Zach, you ready to talk about a movie? I am ready to talk about a movie. Cool. This is yours. So I'm going to shut up now because uh, you don't like me. Yeah, that's right. So <clears throat> because this is my episode, I would like to ask you, Hunter. Mm-hmm. You can talk only when I tell you that you're able, allowed to. Oh, okay. Um, what were your first impressions watching this since it was your first time watching it? Uh, should I pull it? I'm, I'm going to go find our... Uh... It was only Texter. like four texts. Yeah, I'm not, I get tired of texting like that. So um, I loved it. I had a wonderful time. And I was also thought I was on acid for a minute here and there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I th- thought it was a, a just a masterwork of the medium. You know, like I'm not, I don't watch a lot of like anime. If, I'm not sure this is considered anime, but and like... There has to be a word that's more appropriate because it's not, I mean, it's a cartoon, but it's not really a, you know what I'm saying? Like that sounds childish to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch a ton of it. I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of it. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z <laughs> when I was in middle school. Okay. <laughs> um, not, not the same thing. Uh, but I thought it was really spectacular to watch. I thought it was beautifully drawn and beautifully animated. And there was some really cool, like you know, when it goes into there's some shots where it's like almost like hyper real, within yeah, like an animated yeah. space. I thought that was super cool. Visually, it was really interesting. The story was wild, man. The story was really, really um, something. But it's also super moving, and I was really touched and really invested in this little girl. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Sin is it Sin? Is is that what they end up calling her? Sin. Sin. Yeah. Um, with an E. And just the the sheer like imagination of this film was bonkers. Just straight yeah. bonkers. You know? Um and I imagine there's a lot of layers to like what I was trying to say. I kind of took a lot of things away from it, you know, as far as like, you know, parents and relation family, but also like there's I feel like there's greed in there and there's um almost like I don't want to say like glutton, but like some of the, like when they first, the spoilers, but the parents, that kind of made me think of that. And then just there's a lot of twists and turns. And I had moments, I had some moments of like, what in the hell is going on? But I never said that in a way of like, out of, I was never like frustrated by it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how you can be watching a movie and be like, what's going on? And you're frustrated? Yeah. But like with yeah. this, I was like, like I don't know, I don't know what this is. Okay, sure. Yeah, there you go. I don't know what this is, but I'm loving it. Kind of how I felt. Cool. And I'll discuss more in spoilers, of course. How about you, Zach? <clears throat> well, I've I've seen this film a ton of times. I, I watched it like twice this week. I'm about to say you actually um, watched it <laughs> like immediately after we decided to do it. Yeah. So we recorded uh, Sunday night, 
And then we decided we were going to do this film, and I was like, I'm going to put it on right now. Finish yeah. it at one thirty in the morning. Because it's good. It's great. Yeah, I, it's very good. I'm trying to think back to the first time I saw this. I know I was a, a child, mm. um, but this is... Gosh, this is a film that can always get me. You know, you were saying it touched you. Did you cry? Uh, no, I didn't cry, but I was deeply moved by it. Did you cry? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie uh. gets me. This movie gets me at the end when, you know, the end things happen that are spoiler related that we won't discuss yes. right now. Yes. Um, I think... So all, this is your first Studio Ghibli film. Yes. But I've seen quite a few of them. And I, they're just, it's so amazing how they capture, like, uh, innocence. Yeah. So, like, Chihiro and her character is just so, like, innocent. And she's taken on this journey, and she has to, like resolve something that really wasn't her fault right mm -hmm. and her, she's just so pure throughout and i don't know it's just it's it reminds me of, so you know we we reviewed last year or two years ago i can't remember uh everything everywhere all at once that was last year wasn't it yes and waymond i was just like captivated by waymond and he's this like pure yep. pure character as well i don't know i i love characters that are just like cannot be mean even if they tried you know what i mean and chihiro mm -hmm. definitely is that the world is is fascinating uh the few texts that i did get from you were just like whoa that was crazy when they were coming off that boat or uh what oh yeah dude that? that was that was that was super cool yeah, yeah yeah yes um and it just like sweeps you away i watched this movie and i think i guess i know the answer but i think why isn't this more popular than like basic shit like Cinderella? <laughs> Dude, uh, so know? like <laughs> we can touch on this briefly because we're not in spoilers yet, but yeah. I I know exactly why, unfortunately. Um mm. and it's because it's a lot. I think a lot of a lot of kids might see it and be like, oh, this is cool, whatever. But like anybody who is going to receive a message from it, yeah, will will look at it and be like, what the like, what is going on? But like in a way of like, this is stupid. Is that what you did? No. Well, you said anyone not. who could receive a message from it. Well, no, but okay, <laughs> most people. I feel okay. like, okay. like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of think of your stereotypical. I don't want to say American, but maybe American. <laughs> but just like, okay. you know what I mean? Like, if you just pick somebody up the street, just be like, "Hey, watch this movie. Tell me what you think of it." They'd be like, "This is chaos. I don't like. I don't." I would think that people would think it just like is like ridiculous because it's it makes you think it 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 it, it takes intentionality behind it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I feel like. The fairy tales, Cinderella, right? where it's just like your problems could be solved if you win the lottery, the spirit lottery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like fairy godmother, and I'm not saying that those stories aren't good. Like everybody loves those, but it's like mm -hmm. when when a film is talking about like consumerism and environmentalism and greed and 
Yeah. Like all these kind of things. It's like, especially when we live in that world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people don't want to see that mirror, you know, but also it just takes, I don't know. We've discussed this at like nauseam on the podcast, but like we like films that make us think mm-hmm. not everybody does. Not everybody does. That's a good, that's a good point. That's yeah. A good point. But I mean, it's a bummer. And what's kind of funny is as you were talking, I was reading about it and this is, for 20 years, this was the highest grossing film in Japanese history. Yeah, and it got dethroned just a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, so it's funny that, like, in other cultures, these kinds of movies, like, are very well received and very praised, you know? But at the same time, it is praised and well received in America because, uh, I mean, this year we had Ghibli Fest. So they were showing yeah. Studio That's Ghibli true. movies at AMC theaters, you know, a couple showings. That is true. Theater. That is true. Um, anyways, I'm excited to talk about it. We can get in spoilers now. Let's, let's dive well, into the spoilers. you have to whole. do movie a minute, sir. <laughs> but we, oh, yeah, we're spoilers. getting into spoilers yes, that is true. That as is true. we do the movie in a minute. Zach, I'm so Come sorry. On, I'm uh, so sorry. <sighs> I apologize. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm going to be ready. Well, you have to sing me a song. Zach's going to do... just get, get all this anger towards each other out of the way right now. So just insult me and I'll insult you and then we'll be good. Um, Hit me. I don't want to do that. I'm going to choose to be kind. Okay, so he's hit me with that passive-aggressive shit. Just try <laughs> to see if it'll, it'll, it'll save him. It's not going to. You have a chin that... Looks like you'd scrub the bottom of a shoe like a brush. <laughs> Your butthead. All right, I feel better. Do you feel better? I feel great. Cool. I'm going to go shave after this, but. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Zach's going to talk about movie in a minute. Speed's going to get spirited away to the spirit world where he'll only have a minute to talk about being spirited away. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> All right. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is spirited away. Wow. Maybe in a minute. Okay. <clears throat> in three, two, one, go. Chihiro is leaving home with her family. They're moving into a new house. They come to this little, like, it looks like an abandoned amusement park. And her parents are like, let's go explore. They start eating food. They turn into pigs. She's like, oh, shit, what's going on? There's ghosts everywhere. She meets Haku, who brings her in and says, you have to get a job. Otherwise, you're going to get turned into a pig also. So she gets a job from Kamaji. And then uh, she meets Lin. And Lynn takes her up. Well, actually, she doesn't get the job from Kamaji. Lynn takes her up to meet Yubaba. And Yubaba's like this giant witch that also turns into like a bird. And uh, Yubaba uh, gives her a job but takes her name away. So now she's Sen. And then she's on this journey to uh, work in this bathhouse. <coughs> and she frees the water spirit. And the water spirit's like, well done. And then, uh, long story short, she goes to Zaniba's house and Zaniba's like, you're a good girl. And then she goes back and then she f- says, those aren't my parents. And then they get freed. And then she, she lives on with her merry life. And that's, that's a minute. 
And that's spirited away in one minute. Incredible. Incredible. Can I tell you something off the bat? <clears throat> yeah. The parents make me sad. Well. I think that's the point, but I... Um, the parents are I, super dismissive of her, and like when she's yeah. like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing these things. And they're like, oh, this is my world, and everyone's just living in it. I'm going to eat this food. Yeah, but I mean, not even just the food thing, but like the things that they said to Chihiro was like, like the mom, I mean, it's, it seemed like it was a mom, but I think it was both of them were like, she was scared, so she grabbed her mom. And, and she like, was like, she was like, me. don't cling on me. I'm going to trip. And it's just like, how about you just yeah. comfort your daughter, please? Right. Um, but and yeah, like, like booking ass down this. <laughs> my like, goodness, trail. man. Like <laughs> I was just reading like when, when, when you were talking about the, the stuff, I was reading about like how him being in like an Audi or whatever, I think it was an Audi it said. And then, uh, he has like a European style polo and it's like, I think he even says, like, don't worry, I've got credit cards and cash. And it's very much this, like, okay. you know, materialistic consumerism. And then it Western. says they literally, and yeah. then they, and then they literally can, like, transformed into consumerist pigs. Yeah. Which I, I took that also a, a bit from, like, just the gluttony of it. But gluttony can be more than just food, obviously. Sure. Um, and, like, I think what, what you were saying, the disregard of, like whose it is? They're just like, oh, this is we have act this we we have a right yeah, to this. This you is know? here. We'll we'll pay them when they get back. We're gonna eat this. Yeah, I will the say assumption though, that like money is gonna be like money can fix it. It's fine. I will say though, um, Studio Ghibli food always looks good. Like I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think I would have eaten some too. You know, There's I am dumplings. a consumerist pig, and you are too. So yeah, I mean, you know, hey, you have to know what you are. Yeah. Um. No, I really, yeah, like I, uh. I don't know. I really, really, um, like from, from the get go. What's funny is that like, I think it was awesome to, I don't think I've seen, let me make, let me think how I'm going to say this. I've heard of this movie, but I, okay. and I, when I watched it, I kind of realized I had seen like some stills from it, you know? Like you've seen no face. I've seen no, no face. face. Is like pretty, pretty, um, pretty popular image. Yeah. So. I've seen, I've seen No Face. I think I've seen Ubaba. Have you uh, seen Ubaba before you saw I, it? I have seen Ubaba. I didn't know. Um and then Lynn, his dragon form. I had seen you mean the dragon. Because yeah. Lynn is the girl. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um Haku. Like I had seen the his dragon form, but I didn't realize, you know, like I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But that being said, I loved kind of not knowing what this was about or what it was yeah. going to be. And then you start out with this girl who's like moving and she's sad. And then 15 minutes later, she's in a world where like, I was like, what, what, what? Yeah. Um, puts the other, puts the other thing into con context, right? Like, yeah. Well, it was oh, just, goodness. it was just fascinating. Cause like, I just, I don't know. I thought it's such a, I was like, this is not, what I, I thought it was going to be sort of about a girl going to a new place. And it was. Yeah. yeah it was. It was. Um, anyway. Let's go back it's to like the a, plot. It, so it is about consumerism and, 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 and gluttony and greed and mm -hmm. all of these things. But it's also about a girl, 
a girl's like coming of age, right? Because she mm-hmm. is tasked with really being better than every like okay, so like her parents won't listen. They won't listen like, "Oh, we shouldn't be eating that food," right? And the first thing that <coughs> Chihiro is told once her parents are like pigs by Haku is, "You need to come with me." hold your breath. Uh, you have to ask for a job. No matter what you do, don't let them not give you a job. You need a job. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck here forever, right? So she's mm-hmm. like, she has to be very disciplined with her word throughout the movie and that keeps coming back up, right? So she has to like keep demanding a job from Kamaji and Kamaji's like, no. And then Lynn comes and takes her upstairs and Yubaba keeps trying to like distract her with various things so that Yubaba can basically just like take control of her and turn her into a pig, right? Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, uh, Yubaba is asking her, like, who helped you? Or, like, I don't remember what it is, but, like, trying to get her to narc on uh, Kamaji and Lin and uh, Haku, basically, right? And mm-hmm. she doesn't, you know? And so she has to be very diligent with her, her word, which I think, I don't know, she, she shows more control than her parents do, even at the end, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's, like, I think the overarching theme of it for me was, I think like you touched on in, in the beginning is like this innocence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this might've been touched something that I mentioned a little bit in come on, come on during that episode, because like, at least when like, since Hollis has been born, like I've kind of felt that this realization of being like, Oh, I want to be more like that again. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody like grows up. Well, yeah, just like, there's like a there's like a childlike sense of wonder is not exactly the right word. I think that's that's part of it. There's like a childlike wonder that I that I think everybody should try to hold on to. But this unjaded, like Hollis doesn't care about the things that we have. He wants to hang out with his mom and dad, and you know, and play and have a good time. You know. Yeah, right now Hollis has like a maybe not unconditionally positive attitude because he does get upset. I'm sure little yep. kids get upset, but like for the most part, just like very positive outlook on life. And mm-hmm. little by little, that's gonna be whittled away, no matter how how hard you try. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, it's 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 true. But I think it, this assumption of like, what do we need? Yeah, you know. Um, and I'm I kind of zero in on that when like uh, when like No Face is big and is like trying to give her all the gold when everybody around her is like I mean you know going nuts for it she's like I don't I don't need I don't want this like mm-hmm. you know stop um and it's not even a struggle it's not even like a oh that's really tempting it's like I don't that's not what I'm here for I'm trying to help somebody you know right what what did you think No Face represented or what do you think no face was you mean like within the world or like what mechanism was he in the story both um i don't know because they called him a monster right who called him a monster that didn't uh yubaba say like you let in like a monster called no face or something like that i thought she said she called him a monster but yubaba's a monster too right that is true um I don't know. To me, like he just represented this, like this ever quest for this, this things over everything, the things over people type or like wealth over people. 
Um, and also kind of what the money and power can get you. If you look at it that way, where he stepped in the door and this whole place bent to his will, they were like, we have a very rich guest, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but at first they didn't know he had any money and they were, they were just, they hated him. Yeah. Right? But like, I also, yeah, out. I was going to say, I also think that in a, in a sense, he, he kind of shows that like money and power isn't the answer. Cause like he ends up like going with them and staying with Zaniba. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like be a helper and like kind of have a family, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, I liked so, No Face though. I liked him a lot. To me, to me, No Face is representative of like, uh, like attention seeking and abandonment specifically because he's very drawn to Chihiro. Like when she first walks across the, I don't know if it's when she, yeah, it's when she walks across the bridge the first time and she's holding her breath. Yep. He's mm-hmm. on the bridge and he like turns as she's walking by, right? So he's like drawn to her. Because she also doesn't belong, just like he feels like he doesn't belong, right? Yeah. Um, she lets him in, and from that point on, <clears throat> he wants her attention, right? He keeps, like, as he gets bigger and bigger, he's like, bring me Chihiro, I want Chihiro, you know, because mm-hmm. he wants her attention. But in the bathhouse, which Chihiro points out, like, this place makes no face bad, right? Yeah. And I think it's because the bathhouse sort of represents this consumerist culture of just like greed and you know get out of my way if you're not helping me and you know um and so the only way that he was able to get the attention he was seeking was by you know throwing stuff at them like here's some gold here's some gold here's some gold yep and as he got that attention it wasn't necessarily good attention so it turned him more and more into this monster and he ate the frog and then got the frog's voice you know and all that kind of stuff right Yep. But then when, when Chihiro set boundaries with him and said, like, no, I don't need that, but you can come with me. Let's leave the bathhouse. Then he started to get better, right? Mm-hmm. Or what did she... I'm sorry. I can't think right now. What did she do to, like, get all the frogs and everybody out of him? What'd they do? She she gave him... I think I thought she gave him the thing from the water spirit. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The medicine from the water spirit. So she gave half to him and half to Haku because Haku was also sick. Yeah, because uh, Haku got like cut by the paper planes. Yeah, which Huku... was which was Zaniba, right? Yeah, yeah, those were Zaniba. Yeah, but anyways, so to me, No Face is like, and once No Face got to Zaniba's hut and felt like appreciated because he was like helping knit, <clears throat> right? Yeah, and she was like, "You can stay here with me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he was good. I like that. Um, I really, uh, you said a lot in there that made me think of some of the things too, where he takes the frog's voice. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think there's a, a part, I think it's really brief, and I, I could actually be mistaken, so maybe I'm wrong. But I thought there was a part where you can hear a different voice or like more than one voice. Well, because he eats multiple people. Yeah, yes. Right? And I, I think that's a really cool representation of like, when you have that, when he's like, I have the attention that I want, like, you know, want, quote unquote, but I have the money and power, but mm-hmm. listen to the influence that's coming out. It's not even yours. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's not even yours. Um, and that made me think of like one of the cruxes of the movie that I thought was really clever is how uh, Yubaba takes her name. Mm-hmm. And what does is, what is Haku say? He's like, 
try your best to like remember your name. Yeah, because if you, you if know? you can't, then you're never gonna yeah, escape. They don't, never got here, and that's a really interesting. Um, I mean, it's not as simple as like remember who you are, but like in some ways it is. You know, like, um, kind of staying true in that, and I think that's something that, you know, kids and at least in this case, Chihiro, like, it's so. I, there's. There comes a point in like when life happens, you know, when you start to be like, well, if I become more like X or more like Y, then I'll get the attention or affection or love that I'm wanting. But up to that point, you don't have any other knowledge of being anybody other than yourself, you know? Yeah. And I love movies that kind of try to bring people back to that. Sure. And it is hard because if you forget it for long enough, it is hard to like remember, remember what it is. Well, that's yeah. Haku's whole storyline, right? Haku is forgotten. Yeah. And it's not until Chihiro, by chance, remembers that they he is met. a river. <laughs> 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 that he's he's able to be freed as well, right? And then they fly together. That was one of the texts I got. You're like, now they're flying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what, what, what did I say? I, I was like, wait, he he's a river? Um, and that was one where I was like, okay, but I also kind of had to think about like Japanese culture and like the traditional, you know, views on that kind of stuff. But also in a sense, that's definitely like the environmentalism of it and kind of the mm-hmm. remembering, remembering that. But, but yeah, like that's, I think that's, that's brilliant to be like, it's not, it's not even so much that he's forgotten that, that he he space is space forgotten is that he has forgotten you know what i mean does that make sense yeah um people i'm one of those people who like i don't want to be forgotten but in the in the chase of that it's very common for you yourself to forget mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. i think that's yeah some some deep shit right there um uh, but i loved it i thought it was awesome and i also really loved uh What's the dude's name? The guy with the five hundred arms. Kamaji. Kamaji. I do love Kamaji. Wow, Kamaji's and like the little soot, the little soot people, the little like. soot friends. Yeah, I loved how they, you know, they're just little fucking sentient soot balls, right? That's that's all they are. Yeah. So they haven't had any experiences other than like throw, throw this in the fire, and that's yeah. all they do. And the first experience that they have outside of that, well, I guess Lynn comes and feeds them whatever she's feeding yeah. them. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but um, outside of that is, is Chihiro grabbing one? Well, because one of them, it like falls on him and she's like, it's Oh, stuck. here, I'll, I'll help you. And then she grabs it and throws it in the fire. So then all of them are like, well, shit, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> let, me, let me do the same thing. Right. Um, That's funny. I I didn't think about it like that. I, I, I got that in the sense of they were like, they were drawn to her, obviously, like, oh, who is this? But I didn't think of the fact that when the one got stuck, yeah, all the, all all the soot... Well, they no, all no, 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 no. themselves. Well, yes, but, like, when the first one got stuck, the other soot were just like, shit, dude, I don't know what to do about that. Like, we've never... Yeah. We've never yeah. helped because we don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> That's really right, funny. Right. Um, no, yeah. But they, I, I, but, yeah. but they didn't even think about helping. They thought about, like, I want her to help me. I don't want to... Yes, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, but it, like the, I think that's interesting that the the whole, the bathhouse is funny because it, it it looks like a place for the spirits. It's a place that's like a place of rest, 
mm-hmm. you know, and they want to cleansing. Yeah, rest and cleansing. Which I actually think, when I say that out loud, I kind of wish that they kind of would have kind of dove into that a little bit more because that's a really interesting concept, like where spirits go to, like I guess rest and things. But the people, everybody who worked at the bathhouse. So I would say in a sense the bathhouse itself, like you said earlier, represents this like like for no face, it makes them quote unquote makes them bad. But it's like the only thing that they care about, the employees and stuff, is just looking out for me. Like what is best for me. Even well, like because, everyone that she Because sorry to interrupt you, but No, you're fine. Yubaba has taken their name, so they've forgotten yeah. they're not they're not being true to themselves. Right. Yeah, That's but like he, the whole thing. Yeah, but even Yubaba, like I loved how the end, uh, the three heads become the baby. Yeah. And then she doesn't even. She doesn't know. She do- doesn't even recognize that her own child, um, which is funny because I, f- I didn't realize that baby could talk, but uh, she, yeah, she was too busy, caught up with everything else to even recognize that that was not even her child. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought, I don't know, I just thought it was. It's 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 a really cool, but it seems like everywhere that everybody who lets Shahiro in, like Lynn, and and uh, even uh, I forgot his name again. What's the guy's freaking name? Kamaji. Kamaji. Like when the ones who actually kind of interact with her and get to know her a little bit are the ones who start to be like, well, like he gives away his tickets. You know, he's like, save these for yeah. however long. Um. Yeah. So. And and Lynn at the beginning, she's like, "Oh man, don't put don't pawn this human off on me." And yeah. then she she's like, "Oh here, let me take care of you. Here's a blanket. Blah 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 blah. Here's what mm-hmm. you need to do. You know, keep your head low. We need to clean this bath. You know." And Chihiro throughout is just so like think about when the water spirit comes in. It looks like some sort of what do they call it? Like a stink spirit? Stink monster? Yeah, I never went, yeah. yeah, like what they they uh, do call it. Something. Let me see if I can figure out what it is. Let me see what I think she it's, calls it. The stink, it's stink something. It's either stink spirit or stink monster. Anyways, it comes in and they're all like, oh no, this sucks. And everyone's like, ha ha ha, they're making Chihiro deal with that. Ha yeah. ha ha. And, but she just, she's not thinking of it that way. She's just like, we need to help this guy, you know? Yeah. So yeah. she gets the, um, the like herbal bath token mm. and then she pulls out the rope and then. What did you think? I, I really want to know what you thought of the... Because this is one of those little sequences that the art style deviates from the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. When when the water spirit's like old skull face came up and said, and it's well just like, done. well done. You know what's funny is that I... <laughs> so I didn't recognize it as like a water spirit until they told us later. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was like, what is this? But I, I had the wherewithal to know like that it was something in a sense of like, yes, like I kind of I don't want to say this was obvious because that sounds like I'm being derogatory, but I kind of when it's when it was being set up, I was like, Oh, this is like uh um Chihiro's going to going to serve this serve this spirit. Yeah. In a way that everyone's like making fun of or like they're above and they don't want to deal with it. Right. Um and it's going to, I didn't know how it would pay off, but I was like, it'll show her character of being like, no, like I'm here to help, you know, like I'm going to do my job. Um, maybe there was, if I was more 
ingrained in the Japanese culture, I would have recognized it as a spirit or something of some kind. Uh, I didn't know if it was just a way to of being like, oh, like she did like that. She passed the test, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time it happened, I, I, I was like, yep, sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember thinking, what the heck? Like, what, I, I, think, what was that? I think that's when I texted you and I was like, excuse my language, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but yeah. like in a way that I was like, I was like, what? Like, I want to know what this is because, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, hold so, on. Here's your text. I was going to say, what did I say? Where I was like, does Yeti's ass cheeks just hanging out? The, the radish spirit. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, the radish spirit was something. But I want to talk about the water spirit real quick because here you have this, like, spirit of, of cleansing, right? Like, you would consider water, like, the element of cleansing, right? Yes. Baptism stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming to this bathhouse to be cleansed. And it's been corrupted, again, by, like, the 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 scraps of our, like, lifestyle of excess right it's a bunch of like ropes and bicycles and a bunch of crap that we're throwing away that's getting like stuck in a river somewhere oh yeah right? i didn't even think about that that's really interesting think about, and so it's corrupted by that and this little innocent girl steps in to like fix the problem and then it's like well done here's a little nasty green nugget <laughs> <laughs> here's a little a green moldy yeah nugget here that's really interesting. I literally hadn't thought about that until you said it where it's like, yeah, that's that filthy, stinky, full of garbage creature is the water spirit. So what is that saying about our water? That's yeah. really interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. That seems it seems very obvious once you say it like that, but Yeah. Um Yeah, because I because it could mm, interesting because I would have I feel like if I would have known that was water spirit beforehand, I would have made that connection, but I hadn't thought about sure. it again. We're like, they're pulling the stuff out. And I was like, is that a bicycle? Yeah. But yeah, it's just full of gunk. It's full of our, it's full of our throwaways. You know? Right. Right. Um, it, it reminds me of, this is hanging with me because it's going to be a weird, a weird turn for a second, but you'll see where I'm going. Okay. Um, I'm on board. So me and Hannah, the past couple of nights, because it is December, we have started watching Christmas movies in this house. Uh, um, Hallmark, like Hallmark Christmas movies. God no. Like, no, no, okay. no, no, no. We watched, we watched cool. <laughs> one on Netflix. We watched one on Netflix that was Hallmark esque. <laughs> okay, it was bearable. I didn't love it, but it was like fine. It was a little cheesy, but yeah. Um, like we, well, first off, on the first, uh, we watched Polar Express, which is one of my favorite childhood movies. It's not as good as I, but like when you're older, you're like this has got some serious flaws. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not. It's, I'm not it's trying very, to shoot on. One of your favorite movies, but I never like when I was a kid. I remember my mom be like, "Do you want to watch Polar Express?" And I was like, "No." Like they used to show it's, it. They used to show it at Stone Mountain. You know, they've got that like 4D theater there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it's very uncanny valley. Looking back, it just looks yeah. weird. But I used to yeah. love that movie for whatever reason. And Hollis loves trains, so we watched Polar Express. But okay, um, yeah. me and Hannah watched one called A Boy Called Christmas, um, which is interesting because it has a great cast. It has like half of Harry Potter's cast are are in it. And it's essentially the story of like the origin story of St. Nick. This is boy named Nicholas. And it's, it's, it's his quest that becomes the legend, right? You know, he gets, he goes and okay. finds elves, yada, yada, yada. 
Santa and, origin story, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's funny because he lives in this world that's like he's in the north, blah, 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 blah. He lives in the woods, all this kind of stuff. But his dad and like his the kingdom that he's in, they're like all poor except for the king's rich and then the king's like we're i know we're having problems but if somebody goes and finds me hope i'll give you a big reward and so the dad's like we have to go like i'm gonna go find this thing but it seems like everyone is like okay how can this get me money how can this get me x like he his dad finds a mouse and wants to kill it for food you know and when and nick's like no let's save him so that the, the, the whole movie he's the one who's saying like he has the same look to me as Shahiro, who's like this innocence. Um, and I just, I'm not sure what the point the I was going to make. Completely, completely yeah. differently than everyone else in the movie, right? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I think, I'm not sure if I had a big point I was trying to make with this connection, but I just, I watched that and I thought about it and I was like, I really love these kinds of stories. Where it's, I mean, the, the one about Christmas was, but it got a little cheesy. Um, but like, I think in a movie like Spirited Away, I think it's really, it's just such a stark contrast. And then even at the end, like when her parents are back, like mm-hmm. they're still sort of like, I think her mom even says like, don't think on me again. And I'm just like, yeah. Cause they didn't y- learn. Y'all anything. don't know. They, yeah. You, all you they, don't all know. they did was eat in a pigsty for like a week or however long it was, you know, and yeah. they, they didn't, they didn't learn it. He's like, wow, why is there dust on my car? Who's playing pranks on us? You know, they're the same. Yeah. Whereas How- she's gone through all of this growth. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that might even be another commentary on, like, what happened. Like, I mean, I guess not my bad. I think it is where it's like you look at the world. I mean, we're two white Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at the cultures that we grew up in and that, that we're surrounded by. And I don't mean to, like, be crass or, like, harsh or anything of that or mean, but there's a lot of people who don't grow. I'll say it like that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Um. Yeah, that's fair. And it and it can be for for like a multitude of reasons. It can be for very legitimate reasons, very hard reasons. But a lot of times, it's just this: I need more things or stuff, or X will make this better or whatever. And it's like an unwillingness mm-hmm. to look around you and kind of open your eyes. Yeah, um, I think that's really prevalent. I mean, that you know? everything that you're saying, everything that we've talked about so far, and I'm not saying that we're done, but that that is all leads up to the reason why this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Right? Because that's yeah. something that maybe not all of this, but there was a very important message that I was able to like pick up on when I was a child. And it's like, as I've gotten older, more of the movie has revealed itself to me because as yeah. we get older, we deal with more bullshit. <laughs> yes. you know? We deal with more of the, the crap that, that she deals with in the movie. Right. And so there's like yeah. added context. And so it's like this movie I'm growing along with this movie, you know? Yeah, I, I'm i sure I would need to watch this a handful more times, and I'll probably get more things from it. But, yeah, it's just like, I think that's, I mean, it's just like, come on, come on, where it's like this this older man mm-hmm. has to, like, relearn things from a kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. because we're, we're, like, taught. And that's just kind of like what, um, like, like you were mentioning, uh, everything everywhere all at once, you know, um, women and stuff. And it's just like this, this innocence of like, what does he say? Oh dude, that line that like, if just punches you right in the heart where he's, 
The one where he I said, think, I would love to, I would love to just wash clothes. I would love to yeah. just do laundry with you. I was like, and do taxes or whatever. Bruh. Like, that's so good. You know, she's like this, she has these thoughts of like, I could have been famous or whatever. And then in the universe where she mm-hmm. is, he's like, I would have. And actually in that universe, he's also seems really successful too. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, he's like, I would have loved to have done laundry and taxes with you. That's like, that's the, in, yeah. that's incredible, you know? Yeah. And it's this knowledge that, and it's like all Chihiro wanted to do was save her friend. She didn't, you know? Yeah. Well, save her parents. Then well, yes. save yeah. Haku. Uh, didn't care about the rest of them. <laughs> but also, like, she she gives the medicine to Haku yeah. when she was saving it for her parents. Wasn't she, she was. Yeah, she was like, maybe this will help my parents. And yeah. she gives some to Haku and some to No Face, and then there's none left. None of that nasty little mold ball <laughs> is left for her parents, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I know that we're... We actually... Well, go on. What did you think about the baby? Like the giant, the baby that was bigger than Yubaba. Who's the dad? <laughs> is what I want to know. Um, the baby. What's funny is that I at first I didn't know what to think. I thought it was just like a, um, kind of a a means to show Yubaba's disconnect from her own family, her own circle. But it's also, uh at first kind of showed, I don't want to say spoil, but like she was like, stay with me or I'm, I'm just going to cry. And this learned thing that this, that this child had learned to be like, well, I'll just scream and cry until you give me what I want. But then, yeah. Um, I can't remember what happens, but it doesn't, she eventually like stand up to you, Baba, the baby. Yeah. I can't the, remember. <laughs> so the baby is under the impression, or, or does she stay a if, mouse? No, the, uh, uh, I can't remember. Well, because there's a scene where they're li- they're leaving. Oh, I at least know this part. Zuniba turns them into the mouse and the bird, right? Yes, that's correct. But then there was something. I thought there was a part where she's like, uh, "Turn them back," and she says, "Oh, they could turn back whenever they want." Oh, you're right. You're right. And like they stay that way at least for a little while longer. Yeah. And it might have been but a way of being like they're away from Yubaba. Maybe I don't know. Well, so the. Well, the bird, the grandma head crow, yeah. is just like a minion sent to do Yubaba's bidding. Um, and then the baby is literally like locked in this room full of pillows with nothing that could possibly harm it and told if it goes outside, it'll get sick and die. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's so right. that's, that's yeah. why the baby's like, screw that. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Because yeah, I forgot when it that. realizes that it's not going to get sick and die and that there's an entire world that it hasn't seen. I mean, the side, what if it's not a, what if it's not a baby? What if it's just been wearing diapers and it's like 27? You know? <laughs> He's pretty tall. I mean, think about it. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's that's uh, so true. I I loved it all. Like I think it does make me sad that these kind of movies would be. I don't know that people might not give them a chance because either they're unfamiliar with like the 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 medium or like they just like things to be more obvious. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's the thing, especially in the modern world. Um. Oh, wow. I don't know. I th- what would you find? I'm just looking at trivia stuff. <clears throat> this this jumped out to me. 
This is the first film in history to earn the the equivalent of two hundred million dollars U.S. in gross before it opened in the U.S. Wow! So it was massive in in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Did you know that that um, Miyazaki films they they never have a script before they start production. Um. Here's a quote. I don't have the story finished and ready when we start work on a film. I usually don't have time, so the story develops when I start drawing storyboards. Yeah. So the film like makes itself, it like appears as it's, That's awesome. as it's being conceived. That's cool. It's That's really awesome. Cool. Um Zach, is there anything that you wanna as as you steer this ship, anything that you wanna finish up on? I'm looking through some some trivia stuff, but Nothing, <laughs> I think we've gone through, oh, let's talk about the ending because there's like nine storylines that all get wrapped up in a pretty little bow and then the movie's over and it all happens within like seven minutes. So you have uh, Zaniba like telling telling Chihiro like, oh, you're great. You need to go back and f- find your parents. Uh, no Face is able to stay with Zaniba and, uh, Haku learns that he's a river and that he saved Chihiro when she was little. Um, and that's why he knew her name at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. All this stuff happens. She gets her parents back. All the other pigs turn back into frogs and, 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 and spirit humans. I think those are, those are just humans, yeah, yeah. right? That are, that are Probably, just spirits. Yeah. Um, and all this stuff happens and it's all like wham, bam, bam, boom, 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 boom. And then she's back in the car. And it all happens in like seven minutes. Um, did you, when you were watching it, were you thinking like, holy shit, they're wrapping this thing up quick? Or were you thinking like, oh, this is awesome? No, I didn't feel like it was rushed. I felt like it was earned. Um, cool, cool. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like it was too convenient or anything. It, and that's not what I'm getting at. But what I am getting at is that I feel like that narrative style is different than like a lot of American movies where it's like, there might be like one plot line that's like wrapped up. Whereas this one, it's like everything. Oh, well, is just like, I, we know, all know why we all know why it's because they want to make another think. one. Well, oh, they want to make another it's, one. Okay. They yeah. want to make a sequel. Um, they could make a sequel to, I know they, they never would, but they could, I, I want to hang out. I would love, house. I'd love to see her when she's older, you know, like what is her yeah. life now? You know? Um, but no, I didn't think it was any, I actually thought it was, I like this is this is gonna be kind of interesting and stay with me. It's it, it reminded me of "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar, the album. Okay. In the sense please, of like, please I, elaborate. <laughs> is it wickedness? <laughs> is it weakness? No, I loved how I remember the first time I, I listened to that album totally through. I mean, like I remember I, I think I texted you and I was like, "Bro, good lord!" Mm-hmm. Um, when it ends. The the final sound you hear is the exact same as the, as the beginning, and I was like, and I love how before you even know it, she's just like back. just like Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> well, yes, okay, but I love how <laughs> just that's the one that that popped in my head first was damn. Uh, I love how just you know before you know, and this is not some crazy things been done been done before, but yeah, you you blink, this thing is wrapped up really quick, and she's back in the tunnel. Yeah, and that little and, statue's there. And, and you kind of, you can kind of see her like being like, 
what is this? You know what I mean? Like, where is this real? Did, did was that real? Does that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, makes you think of the there's a famous line from Dumbledore, and I think it's in the last Harry Potter, and I I love it. I think it's really great. Where have you seen all those? You haven't seen those, have you? Yeah, I've seen. Uh, yes, I have. I just don't all like them. them. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, there's one where like when Harry dies. And he goes right, to and he's he's like, in the the spirit realm. And there's the fetus underneath the bench. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I really loved the the line where Harry's like, "Is this all real, or is it just happening in my in, in my head?" And Dumbledore's like, "Of course, it's happening in your head. But why does that mean it doesn't re- it, it's not real?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's really good." And so, like, I like how the end of this movie. Let's say it was all fake. It it, it wasn't. Because you know his car's obviously covered in stuff. It's been there for a while, but even if even if it was, does it matter? Is she still affected enough by it to have grown? Right. You know. Yeah, that's a good I point. That. I, I do that. have one more thing I wanted to ask you about. It's something yeah, that I just sure. thought of, and then and then we can then we can wrap up because we are getting close Please? to an hour. Although we did f- mess around for about fifteen minutes, so I think we've got a little bit more time. Anyways. The, the fact that the world... So the bathhouse seems to stay consistent, like the architecture mm-hmm. and everything, but around oh, them definitely... I know where you're going. Like yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it changes. Like the night that she gets there, there's like this city across like a lake and like all this stuff. And then at some point, there's like a like a freaking monsoon and it's just like nothing but water. But then she gets on the train and she's just like on train tracks on water going forever. So what did you think about like the ever changing world? Well, yeah. The, then there's the, one in where the spirit realm. Yeah. Then there's one where it's like, they're on cliffs. Cause she's like, that's where my yeah. parents are. There's like a giant, right, it's right. like the cliffs of Dover. Um, I thought that was interesting. I, I didn't read too much into it other than just like this, like, like you said, it's like this, it's an ever changing, ever expanding, ever shifting world that she's in. You know. And she's kind of reacting to it because at some point she'll go outside and be like, huh, what? It's nothing but like water. Yeah. That used to be. But everyone <laughs> around her sort of like takes it for granted. You know? I, I think that's kind of where the little nugget is for me is where it's like <laughs> the amount of crazy things that happen in our world Yeah. that nobody even blinks at. Yeah. For sure. Because either we're too focused on, like I think the bathhouse, what can I do to put myself forward? Yeah, or, I want money for like, that monster yeah, thing. Like I don't care what's happening out here, but what can I get? Uh or there's just I would say, or we're just too desensitized to it. But I think in this movie it's more the first. It's more uh, we're all preoccupied with I mean, if this movie was made now, they probably all have cell phones or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like her. Like when 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 Theodore's like walking around and everybody has mm-hmm. their device, um, and she because she's outside of that, she can look at the world and say, not so much like it's some crazy place, but being like, wow, like look look at this now. This is new. This is new. Um, yeah, because it doesn't seem like it has too much of a role, like in the like how it affects the plot no i don't um, think it it's, it's just like, like a, a vision it's just like a like a thing where it's like people are more things that people are like blinders on you know yeah yeah that was really good zach can i ask so you a question yeah oh sorry ask me or do you have something else to say ask me the, you, i was just, i was gonna say this movie is is essentially uh screw adults be a kid yeah pretty much <laughs> like the movie um well, Zach, I do want to ask you. Okay. 
but is spirited away good. It's hands down one of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. Uh, If you look at any list of the top films of this century, it's like top 10. Any any list worth its salt, at least. You know, you got like... uh, uh, so some some lists have like Dark Knight up there or like Mulholland Drive, which I haven't seen. Have you seen Mulholland Drive? No, uh, I I almost watched it once, but I actually haven't watched it. Okay, okay. Well, it's on a bunch of lists or like uh, uh, what are other movies that are up there? Oh, There Will Be Blood, which is an amazing film. If I've you never seen, seen it. it. Yeah, we need to do that one next year. That's that's a good one. Um, those are up there. And then, you know, Spirited Away. Yeah, anyways, this is a phenomenal film. <laughs> I would say it's above good. Uh, I don't know if it qualifies for a Golden Oldie or if it would be a Golden Good or, like, whatever. But if it's eligible for an award, I, I think it should be in yeah. contention. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. I'm trying to think. We have to have a cutoff for Golden Oldie. Is it 20 years? Because if it's 20 years, then it would be a Golden Oldie. Right, that's right. We'll see. But yes, I think it's it's uh, phenomenal. This is this is, I believe that the, that the the word they use is uh, masterpiece. Oh, and by the way, um, this is my favorite Miyazaki film, but or Studio Ghibli film. You need to watch those because, like, Princess Mononoke is amazing. Howl's Moving Castle is amazing. My neighbor Totoro is. It's not my favorite, but it's really really great. Castle in the Sky. These are all just like insanely good animated yeah. films. So I, I recommend them all. Um, Better than Wally, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I I like Wally. Yeah, me too. I don't know why I threw shade at Wally. <laughs> Just popped um, in my head. <laughs> there you have it. Now it's time for Every Movie Sucks. Every Movie Sucks. Yep. Every Movie Sucks. Every, Every movie, movie Sucks. Okay, Hugh Grant Lover 69 says, half star Hugh Grant is not in this film. Oh no, Zach! I lost you. Wait, say it again. I lost you. Hugh Grant, lover sixty-nine, <laughs> uh, said half star. Hugh Grant was not in this film. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's one that actually genuinely makes me mad. Maccabee Anderson, half star, says cartoons are for children. Grow up. Yeah. I remember um who who was it? Uh I think it was like wasn't Bob Iger, it was the guy before some guy at Disney said something about animated movies um are only for kids. And mm. they were like, uh you're incorrect, sir. Your turn. Let's see. I found like a absolute rant but I'm not going to read it because it would take like 10 minutes. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should read the name. Should I read the name? Sure. Slut for Rami Malik <laughs> <laughs> says, says, I watched it when I was a kid. It literally traumatized me. <laughs> It's wild. I got to see what Slut for Rami Malik, what their favorite movies are. They've only reviewed two movies. This got a half star, and uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse got five stars. 
both of those movies can be good in the same world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one says, half star overrated, emoji movies better, not going to lie. Oh, no. Read us one more. Uh, yeah. So, Andrew MKU says, similar to Harry Potter, some friends made me watch this as a kid, and it totally pushed me in the wrong direction. Ugh. What does that mean? I don't know. I do one last one. Thomas Moore 5 says, uh, hold on a second. Should I read the other one? No, okay. I just wasted two hours of my life. What the WTF was that? Inconsistent, annoying characters with bad voice acting. I'm genuinely angry, and I'm glad I did I did not pay money to watch this. Mm. 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 Okay. There's a lot of reviews that I'm seeing. They're all really long, and I'm not reading the long ones, but where people are like literally saying that they're offended by this film because... Is it because you see like a Yeti's butt cheeks? No, because it makes them... They're like, I don't have time to be thinking about all the intricacies of why certain things are the way they are or like what things mean. Oh. So literally they're offended... For you. <laughs> they're, they're offended that the movie's trying to make them think. Yeah. That's that was an excerpt from a review, but that was word for word. Yeah. That's I don't have time. That's so sad. Anyways. Um, Zach, can you do a shinding sock for us? It's time for the shindig. Baby. It's time Baby. for the shindig. Baby. Baby. Baby girl, it's time for the shindig. Baby boy, it's time for the shindig. Baby. 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 Cool, I have some news. You want to hear some okay. news? Yeah. Uh, news, news, news. Taika Waititi has come out and said that he only did Thor for the money. And I'm not sure why that should make people mad because I also do my job for money. So, you know, I like my job, but I do it for money. Uh, The Boys, colon, Mexico, a spinoff of The Boys, is in the works. Um, Have you played Fallout? I have. But I don't know where you're going, but I have a question about The Boys. Isn't the boys still going on? Like, isn't it still a show? Yes, there's already another spinoff that's already happening. Another, yeah, it's called right. Gen Gen V or whatever Gen Generation Five, Gen Five. Okay. Is it is. Anyway, have you have you played Fallout? I have. Yeah, those games are well. Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas. I really like. I didn't like the games after that. Is it as much? Is it a happy game? No. Okay, that's what I thought. This is so weird to me then because Amazon has shared its first look at its Fallout series. Okay. And everyone is just like smiling. It's so weird. I don't know well, why. Well, so it's not a happy game. It's this apocalyptic hellscape. It's like post-nuclear fallout that has turned people into like ghouls and stuff. And there's these people that have like been hiding in a vault that, you know, they have to like undo the vault and like go out and they, they're outside for the first time and they're seeing everything that's going on, right? It's like the premise for the game. But when they were building these shelters, it was this company that was like building these shelters. And it's like this, like, uh, uh, I don't know, like 60s or 50s vibe, right? And all of the like graphics for their instruction manuals or their videos on like, this is what the vault is. It's all like this, like, 
old timey cartoon, and in the cartoon, everyone's always smiling, even if like they're dying. Maybe maybe that's it. But <laughs> so maybe they, they're trying it, to like yeah. It threw me off. There were people like they were talking, like people like in scenes talking, just like, and I was like, yeah. I thought this is like a apocalypse game. Anyway, but they showed that. Um, Emma Stone apparently has signed on, reportedly has signed on to return as Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Verse sequel. That is a rumor. Uh, they have okay. started teasing Shadow the Hedgehog for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Okay. Uh, Bob Iger, get this, the, the CEO of Disney, has said that Marvel is failing because there's not enough executives on set. I'm sorry. I. Th- mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's his thoughts. He can. Okay. That's his opinion. Everyone's thought to him. Uh, what else we got? James Gunn has revealed that. I guess it's not really a, a reveal, but Constantine Two is being developed. That has Keanu Reeves. That's been known for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Taha, uh, Taha Nahisi Coates, his Black Superman movie that he was doing with J.J. Abrams, I believe. Those are yeah. still being developed under DC Elseworlds. I guess those were up in there, and he confirmed that those two are being developed. If cool. the timing is right, and it, and if it is great, he said. Um, Zack Snyder is in the news again because, of course, he is. Uh, he said that he would return to DC if James Gunn lets him do a Dark Knight Returns adaptation. Have you read Dark Knight Returns, the book? No. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Uh, and then lastly, Sebastian Stan. Is it Stan, a book or a comic? It's a graphic novel. Because like Frank Miller, like it's like the one that it, it's basically like what redefined Batman in the eighties. It like made Batman serious, essentially. Okay. Um, Sebastian Stan, this this last thing. Sebastian Stan is set to play a young Donald Trump in the upcoming film The Apprentice. Oh, okay. All right. Here's your news of the week that I found. Here's, here's the news. Look at that, Zach. What All do you right, have? we're gonna. We're going to spend my minute. I'm going to donate my minute to you and to both of us to talk about the college football playoff. Okay. So Alabama beat UGA. Um, kind of had the lead the entire game, right? Like Pretty much. UGA. Uh, or did, did, they, did they ever UGF give them was, a score? UGF was, UGA was up 7-0 seven, seven and then... They got within three, like three times, and could never, mm-hmm. yeah, get over okay. up. So, anyways, Alabama beats <coughs> beats UGA. Texas beat uh, somebody. Who who did Texas beat in their conference championship? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was like eighteen in the nation, something like that. Or were yeah, they? Beat what were like they like? F- they were top twenty. They beat them like forty nine yeah. to fifteen or something like that. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Florida State, who was ranked fourth in the nation, won their conference championship game uh, against a Louisville team that was like top three in the nation in like yardage and touchdowns and all this stuff. Like they were just like this offensive powerhouse, and they only scored six points, right? Yeah, Louisville got upset last week against Kentucky, but prior to that was a top ten team. Correct, correct. So, so Florida State beat them. So. <laughs> The result of Florida State winning and two one-loss teams winning their conference championships was that Florida State got booted out of the playoff, which is bullshit. Texas is number three, which makes – I'm sorry. It just doesn't – they're not the third best team in the nation. They're not. 
And then Alabama was put at number four, which they might be. And you said, and I think you're right, it just really pisses me off that they had to put an SEC team in there and they had to put Texas in front of Alabama because Texas beat yep. Alabama. And so that's just end of story. And that's yep. just really that's just that's really upsetting to me, you know. I think I think that the SEC has too much money, too much power in the college football landscape that they will not leave them out unless they just everyone's like ten and two or something. Yeah, unless there's just not a team. Um, I think, and keep in mind that that Texas is going to be in the SEC next year. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, yeah. I think it's 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 hilarious that people will argue that the uh that the sec is not favored i understand that bama might have had a harder schedule than florida state sure um but florida state is an undefeated power five champion acc too not like yeah i was about to say not just that but anytime there's was an undefeated acc champion that acc champion got into the playoff so Right. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think if, if, if a couple of things happen differently, this is Auburn beat Alabama. Then if Auburn beats Alabama. Yeah. I also think if Kentucky loses to Louisville, I think Florida state season. Yeah. Because Louisville would have been a top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I think Louisville would have been a top 10 team still. And that would have him that would have given them more weight. I think it's a joke. I think actually college football is kind of a shit show at the moment because it's basically well, now it's free. It ag- it's like it's free agency and it's just about money. I mean, it really is just about money. Even, even where the players go now, where the kids go to school is about money. Cause yeah, if, 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 if I was a quarterback, if I was like a top 100 quarterback right now, mm-hmm. I would make a, a, at least seven figures to go to college. Yeah. That's yeah. nuts. And so there's teams. I'm not just saying this because my alum is one of the biggest teams in like in the world, but my favorite team, Georgia Tech, is not. And they have to they can't afford to pay kids million dollars to come play at Georgia Tech. So right. you're gonna have this discrepancy of like the top fifteen I'm, richest schools are the ones who are gonna contend. I mean it's and not like richest, but like the ones who invest that money into their football program. Yeah. It's interesting. I do think Georgia Tech has the money. I just don't think that's a focus for them. I think they're like, we don't want to spend that much money on football. So let well, me tell you something. Yes, but hold on. Sorry. Georgia Tech just sold the rights to the oldest, longest operating football field in the world to yeah. make money. It is now called Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field. <laughs> Great. Because cool, that's how cool. like in the red that that they were. That's interesting. That's yeah. crazy. Georgia Tech? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's bright well, people coming out of there. They've had a few strings of really bad ADs as well and presidents. At least, well, but, not but bad, I'm but like ones like who the, didn't the, care. The university not having money to invest. I just don't think it's a it's a, it's a a priority for the university. It hasn't been. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but That's facts. Let me t- so, West Georgia, my alma mater, you know, <laughs> D2, D2 school. Um and they put a lot of money into their football. They built this like entire freaking facility off campus. It's huge. It's got all these practice fields. It's got this nice football field. Uh, and they, I don't think they've been good. Well, maybe they've been good, but they haven't been like tops. But there were like three years where they were like number two, number one in the nation, you know, going yeah, to like the championship that. game. Do you know how they did that? <laughs> paid, paid kids? 
Well, y- y- yes. I mean, not not literally like NIL deals because those weren't a thing yet. But what they did was they were giving scholarships to the kids who were kicked off of Alabama, Auburn, yeah. and UGA. Like literally, like quarterbacks that were kicked off of the team. You know, blah blah blah. Anyways. I'm interested to see because they, they they are a school that just like they want to put more money into the sports because they think that that's, you know, where they're going to get their revenue and they might be right. They're going D1. <clears throat> so interesting. Be a D1 school. So if West Georgia go Wolves awoo, is uh, the national champion in like 40 years, I'll be like, that was my alma mater. As they're, like <laughs> breathing like 10% oxygen because everything is died. <laughs> Well, it's funny because my dad was saying that apparently next year, and I know that we're going over now, but apparently next year the playoffs twelve teams. Is it twelve? I thought I, it was I like thought, I thought it was eight. I thought it was eight, but apparently it's twelve. Good lord! I don't know, okay. dude. Like at, at this point, it's just going to be like the SEC should just be like its own thing. Like just have your own league because no one, everyone's tired of it, and they already view themselves as such. Did you hear what the like? commissioner said about the sec like the, I mean, he's the he's the commissioner of the sec what did he say but they were like asking about the possibility of the sec not making the playoff and he was like let's think about sesame street one of these things is not like the other and the sec is clearly the the one that's not like the rest of them and i was like dude get come on you have vanderbilt in arkansas like chill out yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like everybody a lot, of, a lot of teams that were competitive in years past so like tennessee was not that competitive this year but last year they were pretty darn good yeah um is that it (laughs) well i mean it's just it's it's like it's funny because like even within and then we can shut up but even within the sec you've got the hierarchy you like you've got your georgia your alabama your lsu vanderbilt has never competed for anything in my entire life neither has arkansas you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like nobody, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, I think that they got it wrong. I think that, that, that they got it dead wrong. Yeah, I do too. Auburn's been good in years past and they kind of sucked this year. Although they almost beat Alabama. And Georgia. They lost by about three and, to Georgia. And Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, what we can all agree on is that UGA is out and they didn't deserve in. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you know. But I would have rather had them than freaking Alabama. I hate Alabama, dude. Well, sure. <laughs> That's fair. Dude, I don't Did understand. I you, Go on. We're just talking about college football now for like over a minute. But did I tell you that yesterday, and it's because of, it, I think it's the dynasty teams that like, okay, so think about, I'm going on a tangent within a tangent here, but think about like when LeBron was in Miami and we were like, dude, we're just fucking sick of this. Like, can, yeah. can someone else win? And so like yep. you, people were rooting against LeBron or like, when Golden State went on like a three-year tear and they were just like the kings of basketball, right? So any team that like creates this dynasty, even though in all cases I look back and I'm like, man, that was cool. When it's happening, I'm like, man, I'm sick of this. So because Georgia has won 29 games in a row, (laughs) yesterday was the first time in my life that I've rooted for Alabama. (laughs) Really? Oh, dude, I hate Alabama so much. (laughs) Well, I understand because they're, you know, they're Alabama. Yeah, but I, just, I get that though. I I'm don't know. not typically, I'm not typically big on dynasties. Although I do want the Braves like, to keep theirs up. <laughs> sure, but they didn't win the World Series. If they had won the World yeah, Series, yeah, well, that's, that's the then, thing too. You know. Is like in in baseball, it's a little different. But anyway, Zach, that's very brave of you. <laughs> that wasn't a Braves minute, but you're welcome. 
That's all I that's, that's all I've got. It's time for whiskey cool. shots. <laughs> a shot of whiskey. Maybe it'll help clear my throat out a little bit. Yeah, go for it. You know, this is that's the, what the Scandinavians do. They eat to whiskey. Just drink whiskey. <sighs> yeah, if they get like a like a tickle in their throat, that's like their medicine. Just whiskey. Just take, a sh- take a shot of whiskey. Yeah. Um, Zach, I'm gonna ask you this so you can deflect and ask me. Where can they find us? Um, deflect. <laughs> You can find us at But It's a Good Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, B-I-I-G Podcast on X. Email us at B-I-I-G Podcast at gmail.com. You can email us also at But Is It Good Podcast at gmail.com or But Is It Good Podcast. No, or But Is It Good at gmail.com. You can follow me everywhere at Hunter Callahan Music. You can follow Zach on Instagram at Zach with an H2, the number T-H-A, future.31. And we're doing The Boy and the Heron next week and then Poor Things. And then Aquaman, you're Aquaman, Aquaman too. To clarify, we're reviewing The Boy and the Heron next week. Yes, we're reviewing The Boy and the Heron next week. And then Poor Things. And then Aquaman, I think. And then Ferrari. Vroom, vroom. And we got a, Ferrari's going to be fun. We have, we have two of our, of our dear friends and former guests, Brooks and Ethan, are going to be on the podcast. We're going to have a foursome. <laughs> have a foursome. Cool, Zach. Anything else you want to add? You good? No, I'm good. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.